0: Welcome to the Vibe Within podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. Each week, we will connect through stories and conversations about wellness, yoga, addictions, spirituality, mental health, rituals, and everything in between. The goal is to transform our traumas into strengths to create the change we desire in our lives. My mission is to help others by shining awareness on real life topics so we can learn new ways to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever you are going through in this moment, you are not alone. So let's connect and heal our vibe within. Hey guys, welcome back to the Vibe Within podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. If you're not familiar with who I am, I'm a yoga teacher living here in Miami. I live and breathe yoga, spirituality, health and wellness, uh, mental health, psychology, all the things elixirs, saunas, biohacking. That's just me. That's my life. So, in this episode that you're about to hear, I kind of dive into this buzzword that we've all been hearing a lot lately, probably for the past three or four years and this word is manifesting. Um, This episode is a combination of my audio essay that I wrote for you guys and also a little bit of organic speaking throughout and just shining my awareness and my light on this topic and trying to help anyone who feels overwhelmed with all of the fluff that's going around and all of the courses and workshops and manifesting this and manifesting that and inner voice and your passion and, you know, it's it gets overwhelming. And I also talk a little bit about how it's okay to have a normal job. Um, it's okay to have a nine-to-five job. It's okay to have an office job that we're not all meant to be this perfect entrepreneur person and, um, and that it's okay to have a few things going on. It's okay to have a normal job and a couple side hustles. It's okay to have a normal job and a creative side gig that you're bringing into your life or a project. So this episode is just me trying to make all you guys feel not alone if you're feeling overwhelmed because I know I am. I am obsessed with podcasts. I listen to podcasts all day long, and it gets a little overwhelming when I keep hearing all of these expensive workshops flowing through social media and promising people that, you know, they've got all the answers to make their lives transform. And I do respect a lot of people um, that are putting themselves out there and really, you know, helping people. But, you know, we all have to just listen to our inner voice. And if something doesn't feel right or if something is starting to sound a little bit too good to be true, then move on and, you know, maybe put yourself towards another podcast or another book or something like that. So... not gonna do a crazy long intro we're just gonna get right into it if you enjoyed this episode just screenshot it and tag me on instagram and also write me a review and a rating on itunes because itunes ratings and reviews really help the podcast grow and thrive so i'd really appreciate that i love you guys thank you so much for your time and your energy and just being here with me and chatting with me and hanging out with me So without further ado, let's just get right into it. This is the episode about manifesting. I hope you enjoy my audio essay. The biggest buzzword of the past three years. I think we are all well aware and quite possibly hear this word several times a day, especially with how social media and podcasts are going And in this world of wellness and health and change and breaking old patterns, healing traumas, and all of that amazing stuff, the word is manifesting. And this audio essay isn't here to bash the word or anyone trying to bring this theory or practice into their lives. This is just a gateway to bring awareness to the stigma, the confusion, and the buzz that the word can bring along with all the amazing properties it's also about. For some of us, we cringe when we hear this word. For some of us, we are just flat out confused as to why this is literally the word of the spiritual world and how all of a sudden everyone is an expert in manifesting, Manifesting is basically living, living our true path. A $5,000 course that promises you the perfect way and tools to manifest more money seems a little unsettling on my end. Now, of course, I'm all about creating new sources of income and new channels of happiness and new ways to look at our relationships. Because that's super healthy and we are all trying to, to become better people and a higher version of ourselves. And while I do enjoy listening to podcasts and reading articles based around this phenomenon, it's getting to the point of irritation. And I know I'm not the only one here. We hear it time and time again, oh, I manifested it. Or, well, if you want it, just manifest it. I cringe, guys. I cringe. Okay, cool, but can you explain? Can you go deeper? Can you go into depth about your actual plan of action and how you manifested whatever it is into into existence? Same thing goes for our vision boards or manifesting boards that we all do around this time of year. It's not like the universe is just going to grant our fucking wishes because we put some pretty pictures and inspirational words on a poster board. Let's be real. We gotta put in the work. We need to make the calls, write the emails, connect with people, text people, and try to get out of our toxic thinking patterns to make a change. To try and get outside of our comfort zone and really transform the way that we're thinking and lighten up our load. There's a wave of speakers and gurus and manifestation masters who are spreading truth and knowledge, of course, yes, but there's also a huge money market being created, and wherever I look, someone is trying to sell me a book, a course, a workshop that is going to change my life dramatically. Everyone seems to have all the answers, and the magic answer seems to be manifest. Well, I'm calling bullshit on a lot of this. If someone who isn't necessarily on a full-blown spiritual path yet, but they're struggling to find themselves and struggling to make ends meet financially, what makes one think that they would be able to spend $5,000 on a spiritual workshop or a retreat or some kind of crazy course that's going to all of a sudden turn their life around? It just seems so out of line, it's upsetting. I love hearing success stories. I love hearing rags to riches stories. But what we aren't hearing is the plan of action. The buzzword is sitting on the sidelines, making everyone think that all they have to do is journal their wishes and the universe will grant those wishes. No, it takes more than just journaling every day. It's not about surrendering and letting the universe, quote-unquote, do its thing. It's not about writing our desires and expecting the universe to drop them into our lives because, well, we manifested, right? No. Fuck no. I asked myself for years why I wasn't getting what I wanted and why I felt so stagnant. Now that I'm in my late 20s, I'm finally starting to peel the surface. And I'm starting to finally get into a place of my career and my health and my wellness and my emotional well-being that I wish I was at during my early and mid-20s. But let's just be real. We have to do the work. The reason why I wasn't getting to this point in my early and mid-20s is because I wasn't putting in the work. I wasn't doing the movement, I wasn't getting outside of my normal thinking, and I wasn't open to new and invigorating ideas and thoughts. I wasn't open to leaving behind the patterns and the habits like toxic people, drugs, and alcohol. It wasn't until I made the conscious effort and I had my epiphany at my rock-bottom phase last New Year's that made me realize the reason why I wasn't getting what I wanted was because I wasn't putting in the work. And this is when my quote unquote manifesting journey really began. I started writing, I started journaling because I had nothing to lose. And if you haven't listened to my first episode all about my New Year's Eve rock bottom of last year, I talk all about this and I talk about how I really began writing my desires, journaling, and it was kind of like an OCD thing that I did for months, and then magically everything started coming into my life. But it wasn't like I just sat there, wrote out my desires and my intentions, and then went on with, you know, just the same old routine. I had to really fix the way that I was thinking, fix who I was speaking to and who was surrounding me, what energy I allowed myself to be around, and the way that I treated my body and my mind. Manifesting requires a call of action and a plan, lists, understanding what needs to be done in order to receive those things, understanding what we need to change in order to bring those things into our life, and understanding what things that we need to let go of to make space so that we can actually create more energy and space for these ideas, for these jobs, for these relationships to come in. So do I go into a class to teach yoga while everyone expects me to move their bodies for them and breathe for them? No. I walk in and they give me their energy by listening, breathing, becoming present, and moving their body as I direct them. I speak the cues, I direct the class, and they come in to my level and they move their bodies, which is an exchange of energy. I'm giving them the cues and they are the ones executing and they are the ones doing the work. The universe will drop tests and quizzes and cues and signs, but if we're not studying and we're not taking the quizzes and we're not doing our homework, then why should the universe give us what we want? It's that simple. We have to ask ourselves what we want and how we are going to get it, not just leaving it up to the universe because, hey, that's the universe's job, right? Because that's what's called spiritual bypassing. And while I think spiritual bypassing is okay at times, I think it's unhealthy to live our lives this way. Yes, it's okay to to say, okay, well that wasn't meant for me and it's fine, I'm going to find something better and something different. That's totally fine. When I had an amazing bartending job in Wynwood, Miami at the busiest bar ever, I got fired after, I think, six months, I was making the most money I had ever made in my life bartending, I'm talking like $400 a night, sometimes more. They fired me for some bullshit reason and instead of me getting all upset about it, I bypassed it and I said, you know what, this is just making my life more open so that something better can come in. And I was right. I ended up getting more yoga classes. I ended up getting a job with Equinox. So in order for me to be open to receive New opportunities within the career that I actually love, which is yoga, I had to be okay with that not working out, the bartending not working out. So, if we want a new job, it's our job to research, to find companies to apply to, to write out our goals, to write out our strengths, To dig within our mind and transform our maybe one-dimensional thinking and thinking that we're stuck in our job that we have right now and start to transform that into, okay, what am I amazing at and what comes to me so naturally? That's what I should be doing with my life. Reach out to friends and family to see who knows who. Make your resume, email people, text people. This is what I call doing the work. So along with going in your journal and writing down your intentions and writing down, okay, I want a new job, get deeper than that. Go deeper than just I want a new job. Write down the companies, specific companies that you vibe with. Write out different types of companies that align with your work ethic. Mm -hmm. Write out people who you know who work for companies that you feel like might be able to help you um, connect the dots and maybe meet somebody who, who has a job opening so once we once we do that and have a legit plan the universe is going to see how much energy and seriousness we are putting into this life change and then the universe will drop us what we need in the right time and moment so just like how I explained me going into a yoga class and teaching the class The class isn't just standing there and expecting me to move their body and breathe for them. They are coming in and listening to the cues and doing the work. And that's how the magic happens. You know, because we are willing to do the work. That's what's going to change everything. It's not valid to have to spend hundreds or thousands of dollars on workshops or courses we can seriously find the answers within us and it requires our own work and i'm not bashing people who offer amazing courses or you know workshops but i've been receiving a lot of dms from you guys because i you know i have been talking a little bit about this on my social media and a lot of you guys have been saying how you know confused and how overwhelmed it gets when you constantly hear all of these you know workshops and courses and learning things that you are it just overwhelms us when we have things that are trying to be sold at all angles of our day we're already conditioned we're already programmed with all of the products and all of the practices and everything that everybody's obsessed with especially in this biohacking and health and wellness industry and it's amazing that everyone is trying to better themselves but you can't forget that it is a huge money market so we can't just automatically think that since this workshop guarantees a life change that it's gonna happen for everyone that takes it you have to be spiritually ready to unlock and open your mind and sitting down and paying all of your hard-earned money on a workshop isn't necessarily going to change your life. You're the one that's going to change your life through maybe the tools that you're being given or the practices that you're being taught. Spiritual entrepreneurs are selling things left and right. The few generations who are center stage right now are feeding off making money in any way they can without working for the quote-unquote man. In a way, I kind of feel like that's ignorant, because it's kind of putting spiritual entrepreneurs in a box, like a soapbox, if you will, um, and making them out, and a lot of them say, you know, I knew I wasn't meant to work a nine-to-five job, and working the nine-to-five job is so overrated, and working for the the man is so overrated, like, you got to do what you want to do, and listen to your inner voice, and be on your path, well, I feel like that's kind of condescending in a way, I mean, not everybody is meant to be an entrepreneur, and have their own five businesses on the side, um, and I think that there's also a balance. I've, I've been getting a lot of DMs from you guys saying like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with working an office job and on the side, you're hustling and you're making ends meet, but you're also bringing your desires and your passions into a side project. If you guys are into Gary V, um, he has a podcast and an, um, and an Instagram, he's all about this. It's not about being the perfect entrepreneur or the perfect businessman. It's about understanding your strengths and understanding your passions and doing what you have to do to make ends meet and also make your passions come to life. And if that means having a desk job or an office job and, have, and working on your side projects, then so be it. But there's not one right or wrong way you know not all of us need to be taking all these courses and you know these crazy courses that i that i'm hearing like open the chakras to business and becoming a spiritual yogi magical manifestation entrepreneur okay i kind of made that one up but you get the hint right it's pretty wacky everywhere we turn we are being sold a course in this category all the answers to what's wrong in our lives doesn't lie within a course on how to change your perspective. We have the strength and the power and the will within us to change our perspective on our own. We don't need to spend thousands of dollars for that. Now, I understand if you're trying to get certified as a yoga teacher or a Reiki master or something specific that you actually need to receive a certification or, you know, a teaching degree or something like that, and in that case, yes, like, you know, spending your money on a workshop that's going to give you an accredited education thing, that's that's obviously different. But how do we break free of this overwhelming sensation we get from seeing all these things that people are trying to sell us within the spiritual community? Um, it's it's about picking and choosing who vibes with you and what who has work ethic that kind of makes you feel comfortable and not like not pressured to, to buy a workshop. If somebody keeps promoting their workshop over and over and over again, and you, and you hear them on like every single podcast, and you, you're hearing the same people over and over and over again, and it's irritating you, then just give it a break. Like, you know, listen to some other podcasts, Um, read some books, get outside in nature. Um, How can we connect to our inner voice, and and forget about the whole word manifest for a second. How can we just connect to our highest self? Move, breathe, read a book, connect with someone, someone who you feel comfortable with, who will allow you to talk about the the hardships that you're going through in your life. You know, if you're having an epiphany or you're going through your Saturn return or you're questioning your job and you're questioning this life path and your career, just find one person in your life who you can, like, go to a coffee shop and just talk about all this shit and maybe you guys can make a plan of action together. Um, Write. Meditate. Meditate. I know meditation is is so wooey and there's a buzzword around that and all the stigma, but meditation doesn't have to just mean you're sitting on a cute meditation pillow with your eyes closed and your fingers together and you're breathing. I meditate while I'm laying in bed. I meditate while I'm in the sauna. I meditate while I'm walking and listening to a podcast because I'm listening to every breath. I meditate when I'm running. I meditate when I'm journaling. I meditate when I'm cleaning my house. Like, we have to just get out of the box and understand that there isn't a right or wrong way to meditate. Meditation just means clearing the mind and, and keeping a, a still mind and focusing on the breath. Go out in nature. And if you have to, unfollow hundreds of people on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Do what feels right for you. Truly listen to your inner voice and I know it's hard if you are just beginning to break free of the past traumas or the patterns and cycles but our highest self really knows what the fuck is up. So do the things that make you feel ignited from within. The things that set you on fire and make you feel this overwhelming sense of bliss and happiness. Ask yourself what are these things that make me feel so good? For me it was when I was doing yoga, even even when I had my fashion job and I was miserable in my fashion job, the only thing that I was excited for, looking forward to, was getting out of work, going to hot yoga because I knew that I was going to feel so fucking amazing. And every day, it just gave me that sense of everything's going to be okay. Everything is good. Everything is smooth. I have a clear mind. I'm focused. Those are the things... That your soul is telling you to do more of. And those are the things that you're meant to be doing. So if you feel the happiest in the kitchen cooking, maybe that can be a side hustle and it's a side calling of yours to add into your life. If you feel the best when you're working out, maybe that could be a potential life path to focus on. I'm not saying you have to all of a sudden make that your entrepreneur plan business gig on the side. All I'm saying is that do that more often. Go work out more often. Go to those workout classes more often. Go to the yoga classes more often. Because what's that going to do? It's going to help your path cross other people's paths who have the same interest. And when you keep surrounding yourself with people who have the same interests and the same amazing vibe that you have when you're doing the things that make you feel good, then opportunities and ideas and downloads and good vibes are going to keep flowing into your life because you're doing what you love. And now you keep surrounding yourself with people who love also the same thing that you love. So, Yeah, I mean, if you feel best when you're reading or you're writing, go and do that. Buy yourself a new book every month. I get my books from thriftbooks.com or Amazon or even eBay because they're super cheap. If you feel the best when you're in nature, truly dive into that as much as you can. Make scheduling around that time. Walk in nature. Soak it in. Write while you're outside. I, I really recommend journaling while you're outside take photos, call a friend, call your family member. You can even answer emails and calls and do work when you're outside because you're soaking in the vitamin D. You're, you're more prone to have creative ideas and thoughts. And when you're outside, you're, you're, you're breathing in air, you're not breathing in like recycled air in your office or your house, you're, you're truly in nature and you're truly in a different environment that you can soak new ideas through into your vessel, your body. If you feel the best, you know, when you're around certain people, these are the things you have to be aware of, if you feel amazing and connected and comfortable and creative when you're around certain people, that's the universe telling you that you need to start hanging out with those people much more often because those are the people and the groups who are going to help lift you and kind of set you into this nice aligned path. And you'll probably get opportunities from these same people who you feel comfortable with. It just so happens to work out like that. Um, Just keep your eyes open and aware of all the things that are around you and all the things that you deserve. If you feel your best when you're doing something in particular, that is your gut and your highest self telling you that it's something that is helping nourish your soul and connecting you to your actual path that you're supposed to be on. So, yeah, let's let go of the stigma. Let's let go of all of the buzzing that comes along with the word manifesting. And I hope this episode helped you not feel so overwhelmed with all of the things people are trying to sell us in this amazing and weird health and wellness industry that we're living in. As much of a blessing as it is, we don't want to get overwhelmed because what doesn't really make sense, what good is that? Um, if If we're really soaking ourselves in our healing and our wellness, then we shouldn't allow feelings of overwhelming or pressure or confusion to rise in. It's truly up to us to decide where our lives go. So don't spend your money on all of the workshops and courses and products that you feel pressured to buy. It's not about that. It's about connecting to your own source and, you know, making a plan, a plan of action. There's no use in getting distressed. Um, Just find out what it is that you want. If your life isn't going the way that you want, then make a plan of action, a call to action. And I promise you, the word manifesting isn't all it's choked up to be. Um, we can, we're all capable of creating a life that we desire. And it's not about perfecting our practice or perfecting our manifesting game. It's not about that. It's about being happy and it's about listening to our gut. So don't feel bad if you have a desk job, an office job, a nine-to-five job. If that's keeping you going and I had one girl DM me today and say, like, yeah, I need a 9-to-5 job because it gives me health insurance and I, I actually need that right now. So don't pay attention to what a lot of these people, these spiritual gurus and manifesting coaches or whatever the fuck, don't pay attention to their own conditioned patterns and thought processes about working for corporate companies and and being in a job that that isn't like funded on on their own. I think it's just a very weird and skewed perception right now and there's nothing wrong with having a few different jobs. There's nothing wrong with working for the man. There's nothing wrong with having a government job. There's nothing wrong with any of that because working is what helps us thrive. It gives us money. It gives us a motive. It gives us motivation um there should never be any judgment with what kind of job we have, especially in the spiritual community. The only thing that I that I will agree with is that if you're not happy in your job, then maybe it's time to start focusing on bringing in new opportunities and that's where you come in. That's where you can start making the change and it's little tweaks, just be being aware, writing down your strengths doing the work, reaching out to people. You can do this. We're all quite, you know, capable of doing this work. It's not as hard as we think. We just need to dig a little deeper and not just think that us spending money on something is going to give us all the answers because if that was the case, everyone would have their perfect life right now. Just like how, supplements and diet pills and all these things they promise results right it's all a crock of shit guys we all know that we are our own healer we are our own gurus and of course it's healthy to have gurus and teachers that we look up to and all that but we have to be honest with ourselves and it starts with us our power within Love you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to that episode of the Vibe Within podcast. I like sprinkling in these little episodes of my audio essays because it's fun. I love writing and I feel like it gets my voice to the point instead of just like organically talking sometimes. So in this episode, it was a little bit of organic talking along with my audio essay. So Um, If you enjoyed this episode or it resonated with you, please rate and review and share it with a friend. Every rating and every review on iTunes helps my podcast rise to the surface, so especially with newer podcasts, um, every rating, every review on iTunes really helps thrive, and it helps the podcast grow, and it helps the podcast be able to be seen on a higher scale, And I read all your reviews and I love seeing you guys screenshot and share with me on Instagram that you're giving it a listen. I love when I see you guys like walking or hiking or doing your thing and working out and listening to the podcast. That's literally like my favorite thing to do ever. Um, I sit in the sauna and I listen to podcasts every day. So continue to share it, send it with a friend or a family member or someone who has been you know having a little bit of a rough time especially around the word and the buzzword manifestation you know it's about changing our perspective and I hope that this episode was able to just shine awareness in a different way and give you a different perspective on this whole wellness and healing and manifesting industry so it is what it is um feel free to continue to DM me questions, concerns, topics that you want to hear on the podcast. Feel free to email me. My email is gabcohen at gmail.com. That's gab with two b's c-o-h-e-n at gmail.com and I'll put that in the show notes. Um, My podcast is sponsor and ad free. Um, Any of the quote-unquote ads that you hear in my episodes to break up the episode. Those are just companies that I have affiliate links for and I have discount codes for. Most of them don't pay me um, as much as that sucks. That's just the way it is. And I am always trying to make this podcast amazing with new equipment and new ways to bring better equipment in. So if you're ever trying to help me and support this podcast, you can donate to my PayPal, which is linked to my email. Or I also have a GoFundMe account that's going to help me with my medical debt and my medical bills that I kind of am going through a rough time with since I got injured in the summer. Other than that, that's all I've got for you guys, and I hope that you enjoyed the episode. We will hang out soon. See ya.